it recording makes actually <laughs> right actually recording the show is is important and, and people want to hear us talk about it too they it's so important that the audience knows we're recording uh, right so yeah just uh, is everybody, is everybody are, clear that we we record these episodes <laughs> i just realized i think these are mid-rolls by the way so no pre-roll by okay the way. okay more meta talk that everyone loves so much mm-hmm. it's perfect uh well then i guess that i'm john Mark. i'm lex friedman <laughs> i am not here today <laughs> and i'm john armstrong who i am here today welcome to turning this car around <laughs> that was yeah. interesting that was an interesting one i just kind of lost an, it took an interesting turn in the middle there mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how you doing john um, I'm fine. Uh, I, I was out a little late. Oh, um, so <laughs> were you celebrating so the uh, Apple's uh, revelation <laughs> about its pro no, line? No, I went to see uh, went to see Mike Montero oh, discuss nice. um, discuss how to fight fascism. Nice. I know we don't talk about politics on this podcast. <laughs> of course, no, we don't ever, never. It's not mentioned. And even the Lex yeah. isn't here, we still we still won't. You know. No, but how? Yeah. As, in terms of a night, we won't out, do an how entire, We won't do an entire forty minutes about, about how to fight fascism. <laughs> we would. We will do. We might do movies. <laughs> sure, we might slip into some tech talk. It might be some, mm-hmm. but sure. uh, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's fine. Um, yeah, no. How, so, so I availed myself. My my family is in uh, uh, Baltimore mm. this week. Okay. Uh, visiting Karen's parents, and um, I've got I've got a story about that too. But uh, so I availed myself of that opportunity, the opportunity to go up to Seattle uh, because Mike was coming to town to give his talk, um, and I guess he was also going to an event apart. Yeah, because he came in earlier, um, and some other people were here for an event apart. So I met um, met up with uh. A listener Brian and um, oh, nice Grant Hutchison, um, who is uh, a longtime Apple, you know, Mac user, and um, and he famously is the guy who runs a web server on his Newton. <laughs> <laughs> so the and he's Grant one of these guys who is one of these guys who like you know. He has a much larger collection of old Apple stuff than mm-hmm. I than I do. Mm-hmm. Did you hear a sound? I did. Is that? Hang on a second. Oh, whoa! Oh, there he is. See, that's this is the other thing. This you say the word guest. Grant. We have a guest. It's Grant. <laughs> Not they hide the... the people, Grant. <laughs> so Grant is. <laughs> Because no one is here, Grant is not getting enough attention <laughs> this week, yeah, and yeah. so um, and he was left alone for like six hours last oh. night as I went up to Seattle, and he is going under the table now. <laughs> nice, I think Fine. trying to find a place to lie down. He needs it's, to be close. It's a little you. difficult, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I told him, I told him when I came down here that if he needed to come down, he could come down and say hi. And so it's good. Oh, there, well, there he goes. This guy, well. No, he's stuck in the door. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, I know this is all very fascinating. It's the Grant um, show. But yeah, today. No, so Grant um, has a, a huge collection of Apple stuff. Um, and so we spent a whole bunch of time talking about old Apple 
things, mm. um, which was delightful. And then I got to go hear Mike talk fire and brimstone. He's good at that. For, for like an hour or so. And then we all went out and had drinks and had burgers. And, nice. and uh, Albert and I took the bus back to Tacoma. And did did Mike, did you hang with Mike or? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Cause I know, you know him, yeah. which was a new world changing yeah. thing. Cause and you know, I knew him. Meet, yeah. Got to meet some other people, um, which was nice. Um, Eric Meyer. Oh, uh, wow. No, nah, he's he like, I the, would love to meet him actually. I, yeah. I, yeah. Only time. for a minute. He was, he was about to leave. He, his, he was at the talk with his luggage. So, wow. <laughs> uh, but it was super nice to meet him. And yeah, and but he's part of a vent apart, right? That's his burp. I think Grant just burped. Nice. Um, it's okay. We, <laughs> you know, it's a real show. We do real. Just, re, I just want everybody reality. to know what that was, and not that mm, was not was my you farting or or, or yeah. yeah or anything else. Yeah, you're not licking um, the microphone or breathing <laughs> on, on the microphone <laughs> awkwardly. This scene, he's just standing here. And I'm you may him. need to take a picture. <laughs> Uh, for the listening audience, it's tight. It's that. tight in here. So this is like this was like a, it's a wine cellar. That's what it. Oh, this ostensibly, it's, which is basically just a walled off part of the of the basement that the mm-hmm. previous people put in. And I do have like a couple of bottles of wine lying here, but they they think they, I think the the guy made wine. Um, oh, okay. Because there are labels down. You know, it's not a grow room. Mess. They left a real saying. mess when when we moved in. Um, <laughs> And uh, there were labels that they had made lying around down here. And wow, yeah. nice label <laughs> your own left, wine. They left a couch in the driveway. Sure, <laughs> I told sure this. they I think did. I told this story. Before. Yeah, you have. <laughs> and we for can... a while, for a while, it was on Google Maps. <laughs> That's the greatest. <laughs> like they had taken, like the Google Maps satellite had taken a picture that weekend. <laughs> nice. <laughs> can you look up our house and there was that a, is awesome there was a big white couch in the middle of the driveway yeah uh so anyway. you're not in the grow room is what you're saying you're not no you're not, you're well, not like, yet <laughs> okay all right yeah three more months license. into the administration when the impeachment hearings yeah. start when the, mm, the, yeah, right, the right, uh, right. fan fiction that the no, anyway sorry um <laughs> uh all right for those who don't know we're talking about mike montero I always put the little Iero. I'm sure it's not correct. I'm Mark Montero. He's um, um, big on Twitter. He yeah. ran a thing on Facebook. And I, th- I don't know if he's still doing it, but anybody who was trying to sell guns illegally on Facebook yeah. Yeah. or whatever was violating Facebook's gun policy, he ran a thing trying to get people blocked. And I don't know how successful that was, but I mean, I, I know it had, it had an it impact. Raised, at least a, a raised... A lot of awareness. Awareness. Problem. I mean, and, and I mean, they did some, get a lot of pages banned. He got some press banned. about it too, I think. Yeah, and he got pages banned. Um, but he's also a really good designer and runs a uh, with his partner Erica. They run Mule Design out of in San Francisco, and right. in the mid aughts, they did these amazing T-shirts. Like they were so great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think that's how I got to know, like originally for, first contact with with him. Um, and I, I had the welcome squid overlords. Welcome squid overlords is a big one. Sure. And then yeah. there's also uh us out of California, which was <laughs> styled after, I think which, a us out of like, you know, Iraq or us out of, yeah. uh, or, uh, yeah. Uh, what was the, what was the Contra thing that in the eighties, us oh, out of Nicaragua. El Salvador, Nicaragua. Yeah. 
basically U.S. out of everywhere. U.S. out of California, I thought was a mm-hmm. good one. Um, there was a Hey Kool Aid Web 2.0 <laughs> shirt, <laughs> and also um, I don't want to spoil a key point in the show Six Feet Under, but there was a shirt. <laughs> one of the characters passes in the show, which is a common occurrence, and he says this weird thing and that's the word the the weird thing that's gets is on the shirt. Anyway, i found a picture of me okay. in that shirt and i was like what is oh my god that's from six feet under anyway great designer funny guy but also very um he gave a real barn burner of a speech in um new zealand a few years ago about uh the importance of good design and how if you you know like people could die if you didn't design your pages right like if you were this was post arab spring and how you know, if the pages didn't look good or there was, there were, you were directing people to do certain things and not being, um, transparent in terms of how it was going to be shown to whom, you know, you're basically giving, let's say you're a whistleblower and you, you know, post something and there's not enough privacy or anonymity around you because the, over the site, whoever runs the site isn't, you know, just mm-hmm. have their shit together or whatever. So anyway, yeah, yeah, barn burner speech. He's really yeah, good at yeah. that stuff. And it was it was last night too. And and he, yeah, I mean he, it was at a design uh, group and at their space. And so he, you know, he mentioned tied it to to design, um, but of course it was you know has broader aspects to it and yeah. uh yeah. more broadly applicable than just design but you know his point well i mean like you made a really good point about showing showing gerrymandered districts and t- saying that that's design that's somebody yeah. designed that and yeah. they designed it to like fuck over a bunch of people <laughs> yes and so you can't just say oh i work in design none of this matters and you know, wash right. your hands of you know like i can design right. things and you know design them beautifully and if somebody uses them for evil that's not my problem right right that you're part of a bigger ecosystem and, yeah and and society yeah. in general yeah and it reminded me i mean i i watched um right after the election i watched reds that was one of my favorite, oh my God. My favorite movies uh, you know going back you know i guess it's like from 1980 or something like that yeah yeah and it's a good um, movie. wow yeah and it reminded, you know, it reminded me like of the seeing those people talk that, the, you know, the socialist parties in, in the United States, which, you know, ba- barely exist now, um, were trying to organize workers back in the early part of the 1900s. And um, they were meeting in basements and, you know, people were giving, yeah, yeah. You know, it's all underground and barn burner speeches, and and yes. I, that's probably like what that I bet that's what that means, right? Barn burner, probably. I mean, I don't even know, but like you're um, giving a speech and people are like, "Let's, well, like we're going to torch, we're going to go towards someone's barn." barn. Like, <laughs> I think is what the workers is are going to torch the barn. Is that the <laughs> no, like oh, yeah, yeah, maybe that's what it. Maybe it's the worker. I don't know. Who, I don't know who who is torching. Whether it's the cops come and torch the barn because you're being too meeting, right? You're meeting <laughs> too agitating. dangerous, or uh, right. or if the um. The, you you rile up the workers so much that they just burn the barn. Hmm. Um. Maybe it's an animal farm reference, and the could animals be. burn the barn. Yeah, could be. I <laughs> the need symbol to of their that. oppression. Um. You know. So, is there anything that you got from um, this? I keep trying to talk to the kids about. Uh, you know. We're we're in such an interesting time that, you know, like 
the the idea that there would be a talk by somebody who does design about fascism, I think that's mm-hmm. a, a definitely a sign of the times. And I'm trying to pull this into parenting. Um, yeah. Having a talk about what fascism is with kids is kind of tricky because you want kids to obey rules and you, but you know, but you kind of also want them to be their own person and push back a little. Cause that's important too. Mm-hmm. You know, like looking out for yourself as well. There's kind of a, like at a certain point, the kid's going to start spending more time in the world than with you. And you know, you need to kind of build up that armor and that they're going to need or help them build their armor. And, um, which is a, you know, it's one of my, life tenants of parenting is that's mm-hmm. one of my jobs that's just how i you know whatever anyway i regard that as an important thing so anyway i in terms of fascism it's such a it's the concept is you know pretty straightforward but was there anything you took away from that that you like you're going to pass along you know like um i don't know you, um, I, I, I don't know if I've had enough time to really digest the whole thing. Um, the thing that I, you know, the th- with Hank, the thing that I noticed with him is he is, he, he feels personally offended by Trump. Really? I, I can imagine that. Yeah. I mean, because, that doesn't surprise because me. Because as a, as right. an Asian, someone born in another country, I think yeah. he finds all the things that he says to be, uh, personally insulting. Um, he's probably not a fan of Jeff Sessions either the thing that I you know continue to try to work on with him is is trying to spread that to you know appreciating that for other people as well right not just you but yeah right there's others like you Mm -hmm. who are in the same yeah yeah and when somebody does something like that that hurts other people it's hurting us as well yeah that's been a we've had that talk as well um this since um november 10th or whatever it was the day the days yeah, following eight, the election nine, nine, yeah eighth or ninth, ninth. yeah when it, that that <laughs> you know because the kids thought we were moving they're like we're going to canada now is that what's <laughs> happening like and um you know we had facetiously said that right but but there was a few moments i could tell that there was that was a serious thought for my girlfriend and um i'm like i know we're gonna fight we're going to stay and fight because that's what you do. You know, when, when Obama was elected, people didn't leave the country. They stayed and they fought because they, because yeah. they had their things they wanted to fight for. And we have our stuff we're going to fight for. And that's, that's how it works. Right. And, um, that was a new thing. Like that was a whole conversation about what fight, fight. You're not supposed to fight. What's that? You know, what does that mean? So we, one of the kids is very literal. Well, two of our kids, very literal. They kind of lean towards the literal. And so we have mm-hmm. to kind of, explaining there's a lot of semantic conversations so that's kind of where i'm coming out with the fascism things like semantically um Mm -hmm. but you you thought you thought it was a good thing like you were like impressed or whatever or did you you know like okay good oh yeah i would imagine it was was great it was a great talk i mean we need i think we need more talks like that uh in the 90s i read i used to subscribe to the utney reader um, oh yeah, yeah I as a college, like is that still around? <laughs> I I I think it is. I know it's online, um, but I'm not. I think he's taking a break from time to time. And but I thought I saw it somewhere recently. Anyway, Utney Reader was this. Um, Eric Utney was just kind of compile writing 
um, from really good writers and every quarter would put out a reader, right? Every, mm-hmm. and one of them contained an essay on fascism from Umberto Eco. And it was, it was about er fascism, which is like the capital U R dash fascism, meaning like, you know, alpha or all encompassing fascism. And he, and he outlined kind of the signs of it and how America was on the verge of it. Um, okay. In the way thing, and this was 20 years ago and I read it when, you know, as I've, I've read it, uh, I read it in 2000 and then I read it again in, <laughs> that's all right. I read it in 2000. Then I read it again, this, uh, this, um, campaign season. And, um, there's some great stuff in there and scary too. Like it's, oh, yeah, it's really, yeah. well, and every once in a while someone posts something like that, like, you know, <laughs> so-and-so predicted this. 30 yeah. years ago. <laughs> and Noam Chomsky uh, said this. Yeah, right. that's exactly what happened. Yep. And and um, when you read it in terms of, like if you if you parse the language of the Republican nominee speech, like the nominee, when he accepted the nomination, that was the language he was using. Wow. And I think that's, mm-hmm. if anyone's not, you know, liberal and wonders why people are freaking out about Trump, if you read Umberto Eco's essay and you <laughs> put that language next to how Trump has behaved, it's it's frightening. Yeah. It's it's frightening. So I th- anyway, we do, we're totally not talking about politics. <laughs> <laughs> Can we talk about how dogs can't turn around or can't can't, uh, can't back That's an up. important need for like, a they dog. They have a really they have a really hard time so it's very it's very close in here and mm-hmm. he's a big dog. <laughs> yeah. It's like having and another person in there. Let's see if I can this box. Maybe he can have, a, have an easier time getting out. Right now, he's just like sniffing things. Like he he never comes in here, so he's just like he's investigating and he's like sniffing my my big boxes of comic books are in here, and he's just sniffing mm. around. Like I think he would this? like to lie down, but there's not enough room in here. To oh no! And no. if he does, and I back up the chair, I'm going to roll right over him. So he's just has <laughs> to be burping. <laughs> Because he had his, because he had his breakfast already, and then he looks and up at you and he's like, "He's wondering I? when he's going to get his walk now." Mm. Like, usually, usually he's had his walk by now, but because I was out so late, I got up late, and we have not had time for the walk yet. But we will after the podcasting is over. <laughs> he's a big boy. He's a special big boy. Okay, you know what? It must be weird for him because he doesn't. He has no idea what I'm. You know wh- why I'm in here, right? Um, he has no. He's it's not part of his life. Yeah, maybe that, maybe you need to introduce understand. him to. You mean you need to introduce him to what it means to podcast, John? <laughs> like maybe it's time. <laughs> okay, you want me to try? <laughs> here, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to read an ad, okay. and I'm not going to do a smooth segue at all. I'm just going to go ahead and arrange this. Yeah. You, you can do your stuff over later, there. Okay. Right. Yeah. Hey, everybody. One of our sponsors this week who are awesome. Um, hold on. Okay. Now I'm starting. Ready? Okay. <laughs> One of our sponsors this week who are awesome is proflowers.com. So, Let's say you forget an anniversary or a birthday, and it doesn't have to be your spouse or or it could be a a partner. It could be a sibling. It could be a relative. But you forget an event, and you need something quickly. Pro Flowers. They have a special offer just for you. Turning this car around, listeners. 
$10 off your purchase of $29 or more. So it works on bestsellers. It works on a dozen roses or any gifts they have, anything. You just use the TTCA at checkout. That's the code TTCA. And you get awesome flowers delivered. And I, we did this. I, and um, I was out of town and my girlfriend got awesome flowers because I was, you know, hey, you need flowers. Just as a reminder that I'm still around. So nice. And they're beautiful. They were gorgeous. They were better than other. I'm just going to say this. They're better than other online flower people. <laughs> that shall remain nameless. Yeah. Um, I The flowers were gorgeous. And it was sort of like. I think I picked like this size, you know, pick a size and like, this is kind of the theme that I want and went over very well. Um, And they, you can ship it just in a box if you already have vases. Like if you know the person already has a bunch of vases and doesn't need another vase, you can, you know, just send a box of flowers or you can say, send a vase too. Um, They guarantee their flowers fresh for seven days or your money back. And they apparently have some gnarly uh, quality checks in place. Seven steps of quality inspection easy to use website also proflowers.com and they they ship quickly so um you know there's certain things coming up for those of you who might be uh have a mother which is most humans i think (laughs) um technically have a mother and most most. no uh, except for the aliens that are living amongst us well no you could have two fathers but listen you right so, but Mother's Day is coming up, and so is Father's Day. So you could, you know, this is a great resource for that. Also, you could do a other holiday, birthday, whatever, anniversary, or just because you feel like it. I mean, it's not that much money to spend. Like, you know, maybe you can't get out to eat at a restaurant, or, you know, like you would normally have a date night, but you have it because of whatever. Oh, let's spruce things up with some flowers. Anyway, proflowers.com. Take a look and enter code TTCA at checkout. And you get ten bucks off any purchase of twenty nine dollars or more. Thank you, Pro Flowers, for supporting Tornado's yeah. Carmen. The the ones that they sent us were gorgeous, and uh, I believe that I am probably my my mom. I've talked about this before that my mom doesn't want stuff anymore. Mm. <laughs> sort of like weird, yes. macabre. Um, uh, her uh, effort to try to. Uh, get right. rid of things before they leave the earth i guess right um, yes yeah yeah so yeah, my mom um, went through that but, too but flowers she's always loved flowers um and she's always like every time i've given her flowers on mother's day before she's been very happy and so um you know that's what she's that's what she's gonna get you know when you live out of state too like i lived out of state for many years and um <laughs> <laughs> he's like he, he's laid down now so that's an improvement. So I would send flowers to my mother, and uh, it was great. And the out-of-state flower delivery on Mother's Day was always good. The other thing, and this is a pro tip, instead of sending flowers to be delivered on Valentine's Day, send them a couple days before. You get better flowers and a better choice of flowers, and they have flowers for several days to enjoy. Yeah, They're already there on Valentine's Day. The flowers are already there. So that's my pro tip for today. People of Earth. That's good. <laughs> okay, so you went out last Sorry night. About the noise. <laughs> no, no, you're fine. You're fine. It's it's a real. We're, we I would, you know, reality. I mean, I yeah. Finally, he's he's finally laid down, and like I said, he's had it. He's had a hard week because he identifies. I mean, like Karen is his his real mm-hmm. parent. 
This is the one Karen is the one that he loves. She is the is she the alpha? Oh my god, that's yeah. Hilarious. She's the, she's the alpha. Um, but she's also you know she's the one who feeds him. She's the one who takes him on walks, and so she's like you know when she's around, all the things that he loves happen. Nice. Um, so yeah. Uh, yeah, and um, we joke that he he refer in his his mind that he refers to uh, Hank and I as as big not mommy and little not mommy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we don't have the, we don't have name. We're just the, the the one the other ones that he has to deal with. I don't think the dog whisperer would condone that designation. No, no yeah, no. He, there's there's so much going on here. <laughs> the dog whisperer would not condone. <laughs> That's a great. Uh, I just have a photo that was sent to me by Mr. Yeah, Moulton. I'll put that. I'll put that up someplace. I'll put that on Instagram. So it's pretty funny. It <laughs> yeah, it's pretty tight in there, and he's looking at you like, what? Really? Right. Oh, like, why like are that. we down here? I like what are we he- doing? His head kind of just outside of the. It's like he's scrunched <laughs> under the desk and he's like going <laughs> to scrape his head out. Ah, uh, dogs. <laughs> Work mm. from home. It's great. Um, all right. I had a week alone, man oh, yeah. time. And uh, the, the one thing I did for myself, I got super busy with freelance work. And so I was working a lot of nights to kind of stay caught up. And. Um, I, so I didn't like have, you know, like 20 hours of Netflix watching or, you know, like sitting around in my underwear or getting wasted on whatever. I didn't do any of that stuff. I was, <laughs> I was responsible, but I did go see the Hulk movie by myself. And if you listen to our other show that John and I do, Trailer Trash. The Hulk movie? Sorry, not the Hulk movie. What? I'm, I'm Kong. Kong. Kong yeah. movie, dummy. Which in I'm going to head, see this afternoon. Nice. Anyway, yeah. so that was my one activity was to go see a movie by myself and um it was enjoyable. Um but you know, I didn't I don't think I really took advantage of the time alone. Mm. Like I tried to do it there's a project I wanted to do as a surprise, but it which was there's a one of our front closet doors has been off the entire time that I've been in my girlfriend's life and I was going to try and fix that, but the door is one of those like it's not solid wood and so it's a frame door and the frame has cracked so in order to repair the door i would have to like find wood to put into the crack glue it Uh clamp it plane it down like the labor that would involve would be far above what it would take to just order a new door and you know from whoever or whatever whoever does doors and then you know rehang the door so my like special project for my lady that i was going to do shot the hell mm. hurtful that's a bummer yeah i yeah. i <laughs> really haven't accomplished much <laughs> um but i've been working i've been starting our taxes that's the thing that i oh, want to do you so. can't i'm not yeah yeah no, that's a naughty word yeah. uh ha, have you heard from them like oh yeah yeah so that was i was gonna say um and we uh, we have been i mean hank likes to facetime when he's away so we have FaceTimed for the, yes, not yesterday. I think yesterday morning, but not, not last night. But we, um, you know, we try and do like one in the morning and one at night. And uh, nice. know, just for like, just for like 10 minutes or something like that. And yeah. um, I did not know. <laughs> my parents actually called me the other day. Yes, uh, did I? I can't remember now. I think yesterday. And uh, I was talking to them and, and my mom said, um, I noticed that Hank beat um his grandfather at chess 
And I was like, what? And so I got Ooh. on Instagram and there's this, sure enough, there's a picture that Karen took of, of uh, him uh, being triumphant over his grandfather, which is quite something since his grandfather was a master chess master. What? Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, Actually check, like is, is is that a thing like an actual title like yeah so, yeah there's I, like you, a, you, a ranking so they they um yeah and the uh here here we go um there is i will put this in the show notes but um in 1964 gosh they have the they have the moves and everything wow um but it, he played bobby fisher in um what in yeah, yeah, and beat him. Whoa! In one of these, in one of these, it, you know, it was one of these things where, where Bobby Fischer was playing like ten people at the same time, um, still and just walking around and and um, but yeah, but uh, there's a, I think this is this must be the right one because I don't, I think he only played him once and beat him. Um, wow! But I'll make sure. But yeah, uh, that is so awesome. Yeah, that's yeah, really yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, and and the chess world is so amazing that this game is viewable on. There's like you can step through the the moves. Yeah, right. <laughs> because they take right. these old games, and right. somebody went through through the trouble. I mean, a game from 1964 because it was in a book someplace. You know, it was in it was in some book, and so somebody you know transcribed wow. it, and you can actually you can actually see see move the pieces and recreate the game. Um, Whoa. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty impressive. <laughs> wow. Wow. That is yeah, awesome. That's definitely definitely going on the show notes, but I'll show Fantastic. Yeah, so so Whoa. he beat him. I mean, and he um has gotten so good. Uh I cuz I'm I'm a little bit better than Karen at chess. And he Whoa. he would beat her maybe half the time. Um, now he's beating her like most of the time, I think. Whoa. <laughs> and he's beating me half the time now. That's amazing. So, yeah. I mean, that. if I don't pay attention, if I don't pay attention, he'll, he'll destroy me. Um, the thing that he does, he still gets, he like, he makes a few moves that are sort of like swaggery, like, oh, I don't care if I lose that piece. I'm like, you're going to care later. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll make you care. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. and, uh, he needs to, I think, you know, I think he gets, that is amazing. He gets ahead of himself a little bit, but, uh, but still, I mean, he's learned so much and he's, he has learned a bunch of openings that, I mean, I have like one, like one or two openings that I know. And if I don't pay attention, since he's figured out what I'd usually do, he mm-hmm. just swoops in and destroys me. So I have to, cause he's learned a couple so, of like tricks. So that's such, that's such a great I just think that's fantastic. That yeah, is, and her so, and her dad is not. He he will not be a pushover. I mean, he won't. He he never plays. He that fights. Way. Oh yeah, yeah. No, he th- he thinks that every chess game is you know you you try you play and you try to win no matter who you're playing. You don't you know as a kid you don't you don't let him because he's like yeah, not, he's not going to learn if he, if I just let him win. And like I used to play chess <laughs> a lot when I was younger, but it's been like I taught Lita kind of. Uh-huh. Um, I think they. I'm trying to remember if it was first grade or second grade. We would play, but mostly checkers. And then I think we played, we've played a couple rounds of chess, but, um, Marlo is killer at checkers. She's, she's good, but chess, man, chess, that's so yeah. great. And yeah. I had no yeah. idea that, um, that, that, that history, that's amazing. Yeah. Wow. 
Fantastic. Um, and uh, because because this was something that I found out um, by Instagram, by an image, that my a picture that my wife took uh, might be a good time for our second sponsor, mm. which is Keepsake. Because we always have them handy, oftentimes the best memories are captured on our phones, just like this one. You can... You can <laughs> I might I might put the picture in, in the show notes, but Hank's grin and mm -hmm. the expression on his face is, mm -hmm. is pretty priceless. Um, but then we forget about those photos and leave them to gather dust in our camera roll. And uh, now that can change thanks to Keepsake. Keepsake is an app that lets you take the photos on your phone and have them printed, framed, and delivered to your doorstep. Straight from your phone to your home. All you have to do is download the app and start uploading your favorite photos and with dozens of options under $30, the price nice. is fantastic and much better than your local frame shop. I mean, that is way better than the local frame shop. Mm -hmm. Not to mention, you get to keep, uh, you get you get free shipping straight to your door. Uh, all of Keepsake's frames are individually handmade in the U.S. in tons of different styles, including wood frames, modern frames, rustic frames, and black frames. So don't lose those memories on your phone. Do something with them. Download the five-star rated app today by searching Keepsake in the App Store. I did it right before we started recording, and um, it's a really, actually, it's a really nice. It's very simple, um, very easy to understand, and uh, it looks it looks really nice. Um, so that's Keepsake, K-E-E-P-S-A-K-E. -E -E. And then uh, when you get the app and you make your first order, use the promo code CAR, and you will get 15% off your first order. So I may I may take that picture of Hank and <laughs> get that framed up. Get that framed, right? But just have it waiting in his room when he gets home. <laughs> mm -hmm. Nice. That's a good. That's great. Yeah, love that stuff. So so yeah, I think so. They're doing so. They are today going to go to a theme park for uh, a a day. They're going to spend two nights at the place um, and uh, have a good nice. time. Fine. And then go back and see um, Karen's parents again, and then come home. So, wow! Yeah, it's kind of a long trip for them. Um, I you, think this is maybe the longest they've been away together um, without me. So, wow, that's good. My girlfriend did that too with her kids. Like that was the first time she had been alone with her kids on a long extended trip where they weren't flying together somewhere and then going to meet up with others, you know, other mm -hmm. family or whatever. And, um, that, that was kind of a fun thing for her. I mean, I do that all the time cause I fly to Utah and see my kids, just me. And it's really, you know, going places with them is really fun. Just, just me and my kids. I really enjoy that. And, but, um, I was going to tell you, so I, I, I think I've talked about this on the show a little bit that one of the things I've done with, um, my girlfriend's oldest is that, um, I bought this like old, well, it's from 2015. It's need for speed, the reboot of the franchise supposedly <laughs> and the game has it's an arcade driving game basically mm -hmm. um and the what it's done is created like you, you when you buy parts usually in a game you buy parts and you may notice it and you may not with everything they've done with this you notice like even the smallest little tweak it will know it's pretty amazing what they've done with the engine but there's also a story and so um we've it's been fun to play through this with her because one of the things that i do when i play games i always go through them wrong it always feels like i'm <laughs> going through the game wrong because i don't game enough to know like okay what's my path through this i'm, I'm you know in a driving game in an open world i'm just going to drive and just drive i'm driving around <laughs> i do a race yeah. here do a race there whatever 
but there is a definite path through it. And as I got into the harder levels, I started to figure out what it was. But we've been giving each other tips on how to drift and how to like what kind of car to get for drifting versus speed. And um, anyway, this, she's been caught up in the story and she invents side stories of the main <laughs> characters. And the cutscenes are pretty <laughs> cheesy, I have to say. But um, one of the things that they, in this version of the game, is they have uh, characters uh, who are actual people and they're actually in the game. And then uh, you drive their like cars. real driving people? Yeah, so, and they're like, like underground car people so like there's this guy oh, named Mag- okay. there's a guy named magnus walker and if you look him up he's a porsche guy and what he does he gets old porsches and then he kind of builds them into special you know special versions of the car that are mm-hmm. kind of groovy and underground and you get to drive his car the version of that porsche in the game that oh, looks cool. just like his car it's the same model year everything it's amazing it's, it's really fun and so while the while they were gone, I got a little further in the story because I didn't have to relinquish the controls. I could like, you right. know, <laughs> and, and also I could watch videos to learn how to get through yeah, yeah. the levels. But I, I didn't do too much. I didn't spend a lot of time with that. But when I watched the videos, I suddenly learned, oh my God, here's the way through the game. And, and I realized I was actually further along than I thought. But um, that's been a bonding thing. And I, it's, I would never have thought that she would be into driving games, but she loves it. She loves yeah. to drive. So, cool. um, Pro tip for the don't yeah. don't not play driving games because you got a daughter instead of oh a son. I think yeah no I think they're they're great um, and the be- the better ones I think the best ones for us have been the ones where, you know in Mario Kart basically where we can all play together it's yeah been really good um, we got Forza when we got the Xbox One which uh, is a lot of fun um, but and the graphics are tremendous uh, but it's only it's only one player so. right. And, you know, I've chosen to try to be around when she's playing it most of the time. Like, we try to play it before, you know, after homework, but before dinner. Or mm-hmm. if somebody's got an extended thing they got to do, it'll be after dinner, but you can only play it till a certain time. And so, I'll, you know, I'm generally around for that. There's times when she'll come home after school and play, but we try to tell each other where we are, what's going on. It's, kind of, it's become this little kind of shared thing that um, I haven't had with uh either my kids yet or i did with firewatch with with the oldest two girls we we i played through each time one with my girlfriend's oldest and one with my my oldest daughter and they were into it like they were super they were really moved by the ending and by you know the plot line of of the game Yeah. yeah really and it was cool it was a fun experience to play through that with them i'm like what do you think we should do you know like let them kind of pick the path through the game and um anyway i really i've i love the touch devices i love them i you know i live on my phone but having having it on the tv and being able to share the experience even if you're not in control even if you're not playing it's just so much better than like watching someone over their shoulder play on an ipad or a phone yeah it's it's, it's way better. I really enjoy it. It's been a really <laughs> we've been, enjoyable we've been playing because we got the retro pie. We've all been playing Tetris, <laughs> <laughs> which is really. I mean, like Karen is now addicted to Tetris. Um, oh man! And she's finally she got it on her phone finally because um she was kind of hogging the retro pie for a while. <laughs> mm. Um, but it's but it's good. You know, it's like it's nice because she doesn't usually play games. She hardly ever plays games. Um, and so I think that that's been 
fun to have her, um, you know, kind of back in that. I mean, we she's played a few things that we've played over the years um, from time to time, like Plants vs. Zombies and um, Ramp Champ was the an old one that we, that we all played together a long time ago when like when the App Store was brand new, and mm. and so it's just it's funny because she's you know. Now she's the one who's going, oh, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> ah, I can't believe I did that. <laughs> uh, I'll send you a link to the to the version that I, here, I'll send you the link. Okay. Wiki. But yeah. um, if you're a driving game person, it's, a, it's, it's not a perfect game. But, okay. it, but it's an arcade game. And so, you know. Um, I have never played through um, the Halo franchise. Wow. And, I have, so I, you know, I got hit the first one when it came to the Mac. So this is like the, you know, the Mac nerds listen to this and will know the whole story. But mm-hmm. um, Bungie uh, made Halo, you know, was working on Halo for the Mac, which back then was running on PowerPC. And the, I don't know about the Xbox One, but the original Xbox at any rate um, was PowerPC, um, has a PowerPC processor in it. And so Microsoft bought Bungie and bought... Yes. Uh, you know, acquired the rights to Halo, and they they did release the um, the game, the first edition of the game from for the Mac, which I played the heck out of for a long time. And played it over yeah. and over again. They demoed the G four on that, but then they, they didn't. Didn't they demo that on a G four or a G three? Yeah, so they, yeah, I forget what I forget which one. Probably, probably no, it would have been a G four. Okay, yeah, it would have been a G four. Um, and they. Uh, but they never released the the two follow up uh, yeah, stories yeah. or anything, anything after that. And so when we got the Xbox 360, um, you know, which we got a few a few years late, I went out and bought both the second and third edition of the of the Halo series. And I got I've gotten about halfway through the second one, but I, it's like you know it's not a game that I play in front of Hank, so um, right, it's just, you know, too much machine guns. Yes, not a bullet tree. And, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I might, I might, if I find some time, I might actually play some of that while they're away. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd try to do that too. Like play the adult games. Yeah. But mostly it's about, it's about taking care of Grant. Uh, right. Of course it is. <laughs> also one, one other little game note, Goat Simulator, one of my favorite games oh, yeah. t- is free right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I paid uh, good money for that game. Well, Money well spent, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Because you um, get to be a goat. <laughs> that's right. So, how many more days do you have of aloneness? Uh, today is Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Okay. You got some time. So, today, if, I've got four days, basically. Because they come home late on, late on Sunday. So nice. I nice. Will, uh, I'll do the best I can. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're here with you. We're all Thank with you. you. <laughs> 